Let's get ready to rumble! Hello and welcome to Netflix vs. Cinema. And just like the biblical story of the, of the prodigal son, we welcome back our own prodigal son in the shape of Sean Harris. Sean, welcome back. Thanks, guys. It's, it's nice to be back. Yes, and I might have jumped the gun there because you might be listening to us for the first time and going, who the heck, what is going on, what am I listening to? You're listening to, listening to Netflix versus cinema. And we go to the cinema every week and we watch some things. We stay at home. We watch things on various streaming sites and we weigh them all up and say, where has the money been better spent this week? Now, Sean, you have come back and you have come back to save cinema. Because I, myself, Tosin, and the other two people on the show, which is um, Holly and Sharon, who are not around this week, um, we have been disgraceful in your absence when it comes to cinema. We have, we have hardly seen anything. And Sean, Sean comes back and he's like, boom, I've seen this, I've seen this, I've seen this. Uh, we, I, I think because, yeah, anyway, all I'm saying is welcome back. Cinema has missed you on this Thank show. Thank you, today. and I've, I've, I've missed you too. Yes, yeah. As, as I told you earlier today, I, I always have this feeling that every time you go, because you just come back from a surgeon around, like, you know, East Asia, and every time you go there, I'm thinking, this might be it. We might never see Sean again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and each time, each time you go, no, I mean, as in, because Sean will settle over there just in case there's any doubts about what I mean. <laughs> we might never see Sean again because Sean would choose to live there. And, um, and every time you come back, I'm I'm like, hey, he's back, yay! And I, I feel you. I feel privileged each time you come back. So tell us in cinema, what is it that you have seen? What is it that you have jumped in and feasted your eyes upon upon landing off a plane? Okay, so what it was, so actually, actually, it's been um, in this week. It was so it was uh, the Great Escaper, Michael Caine movie. Yep, um, yep. Sharon uh, saw that a couple of weeks back. Did she? Did she? Yeah, did she do a review? Yeah, she did a review, but it'll be good to see what you think. It'll be good to yeah, see yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I haven't seen or heard that review, so I'll check that. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll give you my idea. Um, yeah. I saw Dream Scenario with Nicolas Cage. I went Ooh. to see that with Happy John. Oh, um, I, I want to see that. I'm not sure that's on around me. Ah, uh, yeah. So, and obviously the Marvels. The Marvels. Yes. So, so. The Marvels. Yeah, I, I saw the Marvels because, yeah, obviously, I don't, I don't expect you to have been making the show appointment viewing while you were having fun in East Asia. But obviously in the, um, well, I had another kid and I've been trying to figure out how do I still keep going to the cinema? When, when I, and so we figured out this plan. We figured out this plan now that on Mondays, Mondays, my, my first daughter does not go to nursery. She doesn't go to nursery. And so I, I, she is my responsibility for that day. And I was just kind of like, hang on a second. We just go to the cinema. That'll become a Monday thing. So the Monday, I take my daughter to, I take my three old daughters to the cinema every Monday. But it does mean that I can only see films that are rated twelve A and below. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I, I'm quite happy that I was like, yes, I got to see the Marvels twelve A and below. Last week, I saw last week I, I reviewed Trolls Band Together, Sean. Oh, and nice. Yeah, good, yeah, was it good? Was it good? I'll ch- have to check out. I'll have to go to the back catalogue. And- yeah, go, okay. go, go to the back catalogue and listen to it. Uh, essentially, let me, let me put it this way: it's good if you have a small child with you. It, yeah. Otherwise, it's no. <laughs> it's let me put it this way, Sean. I don't think 
I, I, I can't even suggest that you go and watch that film because I think that that would just be too mean. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think we think it would be too mean. There's just there's nothing for you in the film if you don't have a small child with you. I don't I don't think. And as I said in the review, I th and I think that that's fine. So the Marvels. Have you got anything from Netflix and Friends to to uh, run up against that? I've I've started a, started a few things, but haven't completed one. I've uh, Gen V. I started, oh, yeah, but Gen I haven't v. finished that. So Gen V. I've seen a few episodes of that. Um, I watched I watched when I was in Vietnam. I watched a couple of uh, sort of Kingdom, which is a zombie one. But I think we reviewed that. A yeah, few we, years reviewed, back. we reviewed we reviewed Kingdom. Yeah, or, so or and yeah. I. I've been watching a few, um, like, really stuff that we've already watched. I've, I've, I've been doing a, a bit of rewatch, and I've caught, oh, so when I was away, oh, yeah, so I've seen a couple of episodes of a thing called Reacher. I've seen a couple of oh yeah, Reacher, yeah. five episodes of a thing called Bosch, but I haven't really seen anything sort of oh, yeah. all, all the way through. Um, some movies, yeah, what, what, what have I seen movie-wise? Basically, nothing really... I mean, I will finish Generation V. I'm hoping to, anyway, because I've sort of started that. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, uh, Doctor Who. I watched a couple of Doctor Who episodes on, on, um, right. on oh. Byplayer. All right, so. cool, cool. So in that case, what we'll do is. I will. I've seen more than I've. I've had a backlog of things because I've oh, not great. been going to the cinema. I've been holding kids and I've been trying to get them to sleep. So I've been watching stuff while I've been doing it. Especially, I think this is the this is the nice sweet spot where, you know, your 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 children haven't started picking up stuff, so they don't understand mm -hmm. words yet. So you can watch whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> you can watch whatever you want because they don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, okay, so on Netflix, I have seen a, a an Australian comedy called Fix Fisk. Fisk. An Australian comedy called Fisk, and uh, and on Amazon Prime I saw a film called Robots. Right. Okay. Yeah. Let's Robots. So we'll bring this to. So let us kick off with the Marvels. So the Marvels. This is I was I was hearing earlier today is the thirty third movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. They've got to thirty three, and this film is essentially it is ostensibly a sequel to Captain Marvel. This time around, you have Captain Marvel. She's well established. She's out in space somewhere. And you have um, two other characters who join her. There is Monica Rambeau, who first shows up in WandaVision, who now has superpowers. And there's also um, Kamala Khan, who is Miss Marvel, who showed up in her own TV show, Miss Marvel. And in this, in this film, they come up with this plots, this plot, through to, through to various plot things, which actually kind of make sense. They end up with their powers being entangled. So every time... Every time two of them, or at least two of them, use their powers at the same time, they swap places. And this comes in the way where you so, so Captain Marvel is using her powers, you have Monica Rambo using her powers, you have Kamala Khan, and they all decide, okay, fine, we need to figure out what's going on, we need to get together, and then it becomes a team-up movie where they team up trying to figure out what's going on. And it turns out that there is a, there is a bad, uh, this is where it gets to the point where it's, like, it's a comic book movie. You don't really need to know this bit, but I'll tell you anyway. There, there is a bad guy called Darben who is, um, who is going around and trying to get something because he's trying to re reignite something on the Cree homeworld. And there, that is, the, that is the, the propulsion of the plot. It's trying to figure out what Darben is doing, trying to stop her doing it, and at the same time bringing these three people together. And that's basically it. So, Sean, I know that the first Captain Marvel, you were not so hot on it. No. You're not so hot on the first Captain Marvel. What did you think about this one? Okay, well, for me, I mean, the thing is that, that I, I think the biggest thing I picked up on it for me was that the inconsistency thing. Because if you think Avengers, the, the, the Endgame one, 
Yes. She's like super, super powerful, just like so incredibly powerful that even Captain Marvel is incredibly powerful. Yeah. Captain Marvel is incredibly powerful. And yet in this, she seems very, un and she's very sure of herself in, in Endgame. In this one, yeah. she's very unsure and very vulnerable and very, and I just thought, well, that's a total contradiction to the sort of character that I liked in, in Endgame, you know. So, oh, yeah. Um, and I think, you know, it was a bit a bit like the, the, the vision when the vision got, anyway. But, but so that was one bit which I found really hard. I would have liked it to be, I mean, I don't think the, the villain was particularly anything mega special, you know. That, that, needed... that, is, that is a problem with Marvel. It's a problem with Marvel movies. Marvel movies are known for having uh, weak villains. Yeah. They're, they're, they're known for having weak villains, yeah. I mean, I think any one of those could have probably defeated her, you know. <laughs> Well, well, yeah, yes, yes, yes. I mean, I mean I, I, to be honest, with you, I, I think it's one of those things where I remember when they made Batman. Batman, Tim Burton made Batman all the way in the back in 1989, and people used to complain about the Tim Burton Batman movies that the bad guys were more interesting than Batman, and Batman was just yeah. kind of like you know there. And I think with Marvel, they sort of swept it round a little bit, especially this one where Great. the good yeah. guys, the good guys are quite interesting and they have quite interesting interplay and interesting motivations and what is going on and everything. I, I I quite like the the, the interaction. I, I love the interaction between mm, the yeah, three yeah, of yeah. them. Between yeah, was, between Kamala Khan, Monica Rambo and Captain Marvel. Yeah. The interaction between them is probably the strongest point of the film. I agree with the, you on that one. It, yeah. It's a bit like I remember when the first Avengers came out and there were people saying things like, you know, you just you love to just sit down and watch all these characters just chat because yeah. the interaction is really good. And I think they have a, they have that going on in this film. Personally speaking, I think this has been this is the funnest Marvel movie for a while. Well, for, yeah, possibly with Guardians. I thought I thought they were trying to have the Guardians humor in there. There was the, the humor in there, but I did feel that some of the time they were trying a little bit too hard. You know, some of the humor was good, but they were like, to me, it felt it felt right. Let's make. And, and I didn't really know what it wanted to me, this personal thing. I didn't really know what it wanted to be because it was like, are you going to be a comment? Is this supposed to be? A comedy or serious or is it um and and like the ends you know the, the the rescue thing and that and it just seemed convenient and i don't know i just i just uh, <laughs> well, i just it, th thought i didn't know what i wanted to be well the thing is i i well okay well my, uh, it sounds like I, I like enjoyed this a lot more than you did i loved this film i actually really i really really loved this film and i think because Marvel, ever since Endgame, they've had this problem where they've had a problem, quite frankly, since Endgame. They've had yeah, a narrative yeah. problem trying to, like, trying to tell stories since Endgame, where it's almost as if you're trying to link everything and trying to say everything is linked to this thing. Oh, don't wait. Oh, don't worry. Five years' time. Guess what's coming? And I've, I, when I look at the MCU, I think that they started off just making individual films, individual films that were almost a little bit throwaway, like the first Thor is a very slight movie. Hmm. Iron Man is quite a short movie. This is quite a short movie. I love the fact that this this film is only about 100 minutes long. Yeah, yeah, good. I, that's, that's a good thing. I'm not saying I'm not saying I didn't dislike it. I'm just saying I this is just some of the feelings that I yeah, 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 feel yeah. about it, you know. I, I understand that, and I and I can see I can see what you're saying. I mean, I didn't have those feelings, but I can see I can see why, why the, you might have those feelings. And I just I I just thought that they made the film that wasn't they they don't do a lot of trying to link it to a whole bunch of other things. No, you could pretty true. much watch this film standalone, 
It's just a simple standalone adventure. I loved that. I loved the fact it was a simple standalone adventure. I love the interplay within the character. I think that I think the comedy, like the fact that you have Kamala Khan, and Kamala Khan is like, did you watch the TV show Miss Marvel? No, I didn't see it. Oh, so, uh, so, I so I mean, that, that's that was something perhaps I needed to see, but well, no, she I, is I, I quite. Um, I mean, you know, there was she. She's yeah, she's she's quite a good character. Yeah, I, I don't think you need to have seen the TV show. No. I've, okay. I don't, you don't think I've seen the TV show. But, but Kamala Khan, because she's a massive Captain Marvel fan, and yeah. the fact when she first meets Captain Marvel, her face, I mean, <laughs> I would think Iman Vidladi, who plays her, her face and everything, and she's just like, oh, my God. There's, there's a scene where they figure out that each time they use their powers, they switch. And so they have, like, a training montage. And there's this scene with the skipping rope where they do something with the skipping rope. And I loved that so much. I know that scene. Yeah, that was, that yeah. was quite cool. I love that so much because there, there was some logic to it, to like, okay, if we're, this, and then the fight scenes where they actually start using like the swapping thing in the fight scenes, I thought that those were really, really well choreographed. There's a bit where they play a song. There's a bit, there's a bit where they play, they play a song over, I, I don't want to, I don't want to say what the song is or anything like that, but it, because it'll be a, it, it'll be a, a spoiler, but Sean, it's it's in the bit in the it's a bit in the space station, where where the space station is breaking apart and they're trying to leave the space station. With, with it, the, yeah, 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 like they, they're, they're uh, trying to get away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they play a song. They play a song there <laughs> that is hilarious. It is yeah. hilarious. And I I felt right because you know when you say you don't know where it wants to be or anything like that. Marvel, I think, has always been best when it's been like action comedies. Yeah, yeah, where the where the films like the first Avengers film, it's it's an apocalyptic world-ending film, but it's actually very funny. And I think that, and I feel like this for me, felt like it got a balance between the the comedy and the stuff that's actually happening and all that. I agree that the the villain is a bit the villain is. When I look at the length of the film, I feel like it's, it's almost seems like we're like, yeah, we don't really have time to focus on the villain. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we need yeah. to focus on the heroes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think the, the villain is a bit kind of like anybody could have, any you could have put anything there. And I think Zoe Ashton, who plays her, the, her, her performance I'm not too happy about. It's probably one of the weakest things in the film. It's just, yeah. it's just very, very almost wooden. And look at me doing a mock Shakespeare accent because yes. my planet yes. is dying. Yeah. And it's, yeah, and yeah. That was, it was, a good, that, was a, that was a good impression, that one. We like that. I, actually, you know, you know, the funny thing, Sean, is as I was doing, I was thinking, oh my God, this is good. <laughs> <laughs> as, I was, as I was doing it. Yeah, and, and it's, so yeah, the, the villain, yeah, let's, let's, let's say about the villain, the better. But I just thought that Marvel hasn't got that balance for a while. And they, they haven't got that balance. It, it's a simple story. It's a simple, straightforward story. And I think that they keep to it. And I think it's it's what they should be doing. They should be going back and making simple standalone stories, a bit like they did with the original Iron Man and everything like that. And then just they will they will eventually have a way of linking together, and that's cool. But I I thought that I think I thought Tayona Paris and also Captain Marvel because I have to be honest with you, Brie Larson who plays Captain Marvel, I've never really gelled with the character of Captain Marvel or with the portrayal of Captain Marvel. I feel like it's just been a bit too removed. And um, I, I, I haven't really gelled with that character. I think this is the best that she has been as mm. the character because uh, 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 it might be some of the stuff that you're talking about where now she actually, she's, she's beginning to have a heart 
and she's beginning and they have the whole thing where you have because she left um monica rambo when she was a girl and monica rambo is like talking about the fact that look you left me and there's and i i think that there's a lot of stuff in there that i really like where she calls her aunt carol because she was friends with her mom and uh, and i i liked that i like that mm. and i I, just, I like the way they, they put everything together. I thought I thought there was a good balance in it. I thought Nia Da Costa, who's the director, did really well with it. I understand some of the issues. I know there's some people who have issues with this films, but some of those issues that people are having with the films, I'm just kind of like, why do you hate women? Is that the same? <laughs> as, it's not. It's not my issues, is it? It's not. not oh the no, same it's no, 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 no. Your issues, your issues make sense. Right. <laughs> your, your issues, <laughs> Thank you. Your, your your issues make sense. Some of the issues that some of the people have. Is it seems like they just don't like the fact that there's women. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, I'm like, right. what the hell is your problem? But yeah, but I I really really like this film. I mean, personally, I'd give this film a four. I think I, I prefer it to a lot of the recent Marvel outputs. Definitely prefer it to Love and Thunder. Definitely oh, yeah, prefer yeah, to yeah. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I know a lot of people don't like Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania, but I actually quite like that. I, I, I like that one. I, I, like, I like that, that one. I, I thought I, that was. I thought that was more sort of credible should we say like than yeah, yeah, some yeah. of the other stuff that was more you, you know it was it was more consistent more consistent more consi- that's the word it was, more, yeah. it was consistent yeah. with its own logic and and it's so i i but but apparently there's people who are like you know at man of the wasp they hate that film the consummate and I, I i don't understand it but i just feel like that uh, i from being a marvel a marvel fanboy I have been worrying about Marvel and where they're going. I've been thinking mm. that they're making too much stuff. There's too much stuff on the TV. They need to focus on a few things and do those few things I, well. I think so. Yeah, they've done. They've diverse too much, haven't they? They got their fingers in too many. They're trying to do too many things, like because they got the the Loki thing coming out and all that sort of yeah, stuff as yeah. well. And, and the and the bloody multiverse. The bloody, bloody mul- multiverse. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, I mean, Sean, you you've heard me talk about it. Like, you talk about yeah, how much I, know, I hate I know. the multiverse. multiverse. I know. And I, know. I, I think leave the multiverse alone. Let that thing die. Oh, because yeah. yeah, but and but this I, film, this film actually gave me hope. Mm-hmm. Made that okay. Maybe they will figure this thing out. What about the post credit one? Do you think that might be? They might be. The, the post credit one I saw coming from a mile off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I'm saying. Post- do you think that's the Marvel thinking of going in that direction of those oh. particular characters? They were always going to go that way. They were always going to go that way. It was just a, it was just a question of when they when, were going yeah. to do it. And I mean, and those people who've been following Marvel can probably deduce <laughs> who shows up in the closing credits. I mean, but I saw that right from the moment because, wow. in, okay, in all these films, there's always a moment where they go, oh my God, there's this really, really bad thing happening. We have to do this one thing. And we have to do this one thing to fix that whole thing. And the second they said, we have to do this one thing, fix that whole thing. I was like, I see exactly where the rest of this film is going. You're going to go in there. And because the film had done a lot to not try and link to a wider mm. um, universe, uh, to, to a wider universe up to that point, I was fine with it. I was fine with it because I, was, I know you're part of the music and you have to do this and everything like that. But so far, you've given me a good film. And even, even and, and I think the other bit, and I, I, I would be interested to see what you thought about this. The other bit that is dividing people is the 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 musical theater planet. No, no toes. Right, I, I, you know, I totally know what I mean by that. That's me. That is. I mean, I go into work sometimes, and I actually sing to myself. What are you gonna do today? And I actually 
I say, well, sing back to me, sing back to me and say, oh, I'm going to do yeah. this. So I'm essentially, gonna... there's a bit in this film where they go to a planet like where, where everybody communicates on this planet through yeah. song and dance. And I loved it. I actually related. <laughs> I actually related to that. I actually really related to that because I say, because I do do that sometimes. If, if I like see people, I go in and, and I sing and they're like, at me, why are you singing? And I say, well, why not? Yeah. You know, why don't you sing back? So, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I know that scene. What people hated that, did they? Oh, apparently people are people are oh, going on right, about okay. it. People are going on about oh, that's just silly and everything like that. And I'm like, yeah, it is silly, but it's my kind of silly. Yeah, so, <laughs> it's my kind of silly. So, uh, all in all, I would give it a four out of five. It gives yeah. me hope. It, it gives me hope that Marvel might not just be going to hell in a handbasket. Yeah. That they might be able to fix, pull this thing back, and get back, this balance yeah. right. Although I, think, I do, I, I do, I do take your point about the inconsistency of the levels of the powers. powers but yeah. that is a, that is an age old comic book problem. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, no, no, I understand that one. Yeah, for me, I mean, don't get me wrong, I didn't dislike the film, and, yeah. and it certainly had good moments, as I say. The, the biggest issue probably was the inconsistency with the powers, and um, but I did like the characters. I did like the characters. I thought, you know, I, I agree with a lot of what you say, but there was just a couple of issues. So, I mean, it's a strong three stars, but it, yeah. it's not going to quite go to a four for me. You know, I'm not. I didn't. I didn't totally hate the film, and I didn't dislike the film, and it was okay, but it was just a, a three B for me. So three. Stars yeah, yeah, but and but I think it's 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 I think it's de for my money it's definitely much it's an improvement a massive improvement on captain marvel yeah and, i think it's a and, much better film and, than captain marvel and, yeah yeah no yeah totally and and yeah no i agree with you on that and and uh better than thor you know the, yeah, the late yeah. time yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean the, the, that was that was a film that that took the snark and took the comedy too far too far in, yeah that's it, it. it just that's it, it yeah it just it was kind of it, it took the comedy so far that i felt like it didn't have any yeah. respect that's it for what it was supposed to be <laughs> I, I i quite like the family and i quite like the, the oh the, because oh I yeah miss marvel's family yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, Oh, Miss Marvel's family, her mum, her dad, and her brother, they yeah. are brilliant. The short, if you watch the TV show, Miss Marvel, the family is hilarious. Yeah, I, I think the family that is... Good. Yeah, I, I thought they were brilliant. They were so brilliant in this film when they came in. Like The bit where her dad is like... Because uh, Samuel L. Jackson, everyone who mentioned him, he's in this film, and I think he's actually quite good. Like There's, there's, there's this one scene, it's a tiny bit, but something weird at the beginning of the film, something weird starts happening, and the look on his face... Where he doesn't even flinch because he's like Nick Fury at this stage in his life. He's seen so much weird stuff. Yeah, he's just, just kind of like, yeah. he's just, really, just kind of like, really okay. nonchalant, isn't he? <laughs> he, he, he he's, he's like, okay, cool. This is happening now. Okay, yeah, this is my life. This is what happens. I, 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 yeah, uh, oh, it, it was good. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I am not mad with a three star, but for me, it's a four. Mm -hmm. Um, all right, cool. Shall we move on quickly? Yeah, Let's we move on quickly. Had, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, now we go into Netflix and Friends, and I'm going to talk about a show on Netflix called Fisk. And this Fisk. is another slew. And all of a sudden, there seems to be a concerted effort to go to Australia and get all the good stuff from Australia and bring it over here. And this is a show. It's a sitcom that is uh, is Australian, and it's about a lady called Fisk. And she is a she's a lawyer. She moves from I think she moves from Sydney back to Melbourne. I think that's the way it goes around. She moves from Sydney back to Melbourne because her 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 marriage has recently broken up and everything. She um they said that she she attacked somebody at her job, so she lost her job as a lawyer there, oh. and no one really no one's really ready to sort of employ her. And so she gets a, a a job in this tiny law firm where they need cover because one of the people who is supposed one of the lawyers in that firm. It's a brother and sister run firm. One of the lawyers in that firm has 
who recently be suspended because they did something untoward. So they they take her in, but they're the only ones who take her. But they're like, I, and the the woman who's been suspended is like, should we take her? And her brother's like, yeah, I'm sure I'll be fine. Her dad's a chief justice. Imagine we will have a fisk. We will have a fisk on our on our staff. It's gonna be great. All that kind of stuff. And then they start realizing that she doesn't really have any interpersonal skills. She doesn't have people skills. She doesn't, she, she's kind of like quite standoffish and she's a bit odd and all that. And it just becomes, it's, it's only six episodes. And it just becomes this whole thing where you're just looking at this woman moving back to Melbourne. And it becomes, the, part of it's an office place comedy. Part of it is like the fact that she has to go hang out with her dad. And her dad is a judge who, when his mom, when her mom died, her dad came out of the closet and then ended up going up with like, Essentially, like his bailiff in the courtroom. So his, her dad is in a relationship with, with, with his bailiff, um, in a same sex relationship with his bailiff. And it's just one of these comedies where you just get to love the characters that are in it. And I think the woman who, the, the main character, Fisk, who is played by somebody whose name I will, I will remember because I never, never heard of her before, an Australian comedian. And, uh, uh, oh, Helen Tudor Fisk. I'll f- find out later. Uh, I never heard of her before, but she's 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 really good in, pr- in playing this character and playing this sort of like you know odd out of thing, but still having like a little bit of heart to it. I love the the supporting characters, and I'm getting to that whole problem when it comes to reviewing a comedy. That I'm like, it's really hard to review the comedy. But uh, I could say it's really funny, but yeah. I can't tell you why it's funny <laughs> because all I'm going to try and do is try and like repeat all of the, let's try and repeat all of the jokes, but badly. I, I assume <laughs> it's very character driven then is it is it, it is 100% yeah. character driven yeah. Kitty Flanagan Kitty Flanagan okay. plays plays Helen Tudor Fix uh, she she wrote it and came up with it and everything and uh, and I think I think just the way the characters play off each other and I think it might be under, it, I'm sure I'm, I know sometimes you like watching shows that come from a point of view that you're not used to yeah. like you like and, and I feel like sometimes with what they've come up with in Australia and how the way Australians are it's different from the way people are in England. It's it, there's some similarity, but it's different. And I think it's it's good seeing something like you know, like the boss who's trying to avoid doing any work, but seeing him as an Australian and seeing that the, <laughs> seeing the way he brings this whole Australian point of view of yeah, I'm a lawyer, but yeah, what's the big deal? We don't need to do this. And, and they have all these characters like there's they have um um. Uh, clients that come into the office and there's one client that when she comes to the office they're like oh my god she's coming quick hide all the silverware hide your pencils <laughs> oh right yeah 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 <laughs> i like i like i like helen is like why why do we need to hide everything why do we need to hide everything they're like oh don't worry you'll see and then when they come in like this people come like this is good oh find us keepers find us keepers and just keeps yeah. taking everything so i think it's it's quite good the the uh, i think the writing is really good i think the I think the writing is really good. I think the performances are really good, and I would recommend anybody. Like it's they're half hours. I have I have grown to love shows that are very easy to digest and a half hour long. Yeah, because yeah. Because you can just get the, get in there, get out. You can do it while you're doing other things. So I would I would recommend Fisk. I, would, I think it's good. I'll give it a four out of five. Okay. It's the kind of show that I watched it, and um, I always think it's a good sign when you're like, you know what? I would watch more of that. I'll wait until the when the next season comes out. I would like to see the next season, and I'd like to see more of it because there's some shows that I've watched and after the first season I've gone, nope, I'm not coming back for a second season. Mm. Goodbye, I'm done. But this one is definitely one I'm going to be coming back. So that's four stars for Fisk. Cool. Yeah, and now let's go back to cinema. And Sean, you're going to talk about one of the <laughs> what I'm expecting to be one of the weirdest films that we're going to see this year. <laughs> one of the weirdest films because this seems to be Nicolas Cage in. You know what? 
I want to do something really interesting and weird <laughs> for home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 seems, it seems to be Nicholas Cage going, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to, yeah, I mean, let's do something weird. So uh, tell us about Dream Scenario. Okay, Dream Scenario. I went to see this with my friend, uh, Happy John. We call him yeah. Happy John because he never laughs. And, <laughs> and it was, he, he, he was laughing his little socks off. He was like, well, we both were. We were both laughing our little socks off. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's definitely a comedy, but it's weird. anyway, so basically the story is uh, Nicolas Cage, he plays a, a professor. He's like a jolly professor, but he yeah. starts he starts appearing in people's dreams. So all these yeah. people and um, but he never really does anything. He's just like walks by. So if anything's happening, he just sort of walks by and looks around and all that. So it's just appearing. They go, oh, you're famous. And he becomes a bit famous. And then there's someone breaks into his home. There's a bit of a home invasion scene. And uh Anyway, so he decides he, he signs up with a company, which I think who's who's the dude who plays and, and I really liked him in this. Michael Senna, is it Michael Senna? Played Scott Pilgrim? Oh Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah, sorry, yeah. He, yeah, yeah he's yeah. he's like a you know, like a baseball cap. Well yeah, we can we can see oh, like, like a, mar a marketing guru. Marketing of. guru, yeah. So yeah. I quite I quite liked his character. But anyway, so and he starts to become famous and people like him and they get their selfies and all that. And then uh, and there's 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 one scene where, and the what this was the one that was just hilarious. There's like obviously, I mean he's married, but there's one scene where one of the girls in this marking office says, "Oh, I have these these, you know, nice these erotic dreams about you. Could we try and reenact it?" And it is, <laughs> oh it is the most <laughs> oh hilarious. Oh, can, no, can you stand over? <laughs> oh, we were oh, like, we, we we were like, yeah, no, there's no, there's no, there's no nudity or anything like that. But but it's just, it's just absolutely, <laughs> absolutely hilarious because he plays it so sort of deadpan and anyway. So that scene, no, 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 I was no, laughing. Sure. Yeah. I was just gonna say, I was just gonna say that the, what you just said there has already got my toes curling because I can imagine it's hilarious and awkward <laughs> and okay. so cringe. Yeah, 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 so yeah. cringe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, he goes because he's sort of asking, you know, what he goes. Oh no, can you can you go back and stay there a bit more and all that? And he's like, <laughs> I don't know. It was just hilarious, and I was laughing for for quite a, a while after that that particular yeah. scene. We both were, we were both. As it was great to, you know, like when people are laughing and and when John was laughing, that was made anyway. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I think there are fewer things that I think are greater than being in the cinema where a whole bunch of people are laughing at yeah, the same yeah. time. I think that's there's it. a few things, yeah. That's it. And then anyway, so so he's become like a little bit of a celeb and all that. And there's a little side story where someone's plagiarised some of his stuff and become and he's a bit. And then the dreams start, as he becomes a bit more sort of thing. The dreams when it, it appears and they start to become a bit more, um, bit more nefarious and nasty and like yeah. You know, the bloody and all that so obviously people like don't like him and all this and then he comes to class they go well, they're all sort of scared of him and there's a, a scene where there's a counselor talking to the kids all the students and saying look you know he's not he's really really nice and all that and they goes, "What? Well, i'm going to invite him in now so they're in the gym like he goes i'm going to invite him in and and the character he's got anyway it's just let's just say it's it's, it's, it's another hilarious scene um yeah because nicholas cage just keeps it super deadpan you know and awkward and yeah you know so yeah, so yeah, no, this is this real, real surprise, really, really good, enjoyable film, made me yeah. laugh. It was great. And um, yeah, so I yeah. would I, I would totally give this one a four star. I and mean, you need to see it, Toes, because I think you oh. might enjoy it. And I I tell you, I I this is a film, when I saw the trailer for it, I was like, it's the kind of high concept stuff that I yeah. love. 
yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. kind of white cops and stuff that, that I'm like. It's funny, man. It's funny. I, I'm like, <laughs> this guy starts straight up in people's dreams. What's that going to do? And I'm like, that is that. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and I, I'm a, I'm like straight up going like this is this is my kind of stuff. It's my yeah. kind of weird. And um and I will so, see it eventually, but possibly yeah. only when it comes up on yeah. TV. Wow, wow, well, that's it. But I mean, I mean, uh, it's it's. Uh, yeah, it's going to be, it, you know, it's, it is, it was hilarious. And even the bits when he's, the start off when he's in the dreams, first of all, you know, when there's stuff going on and yeah. he just sort of walks in and, you know, looks at, looks at something, totally ignores what's going on. It's just like, it's just funny. It's just, just funny. Yeah. So, yeah. so nice big four star, this one. I enjoyed yeah. this. Yeah. I, I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's, it's, uh, I like this stage that Nicolas Cage is in where mm. he's just doing interesting stuff like there was a film that he was in that i never actually reviewed but i meant i had it on my list to review for ages but then i just forgot it's a film called pig where oh yeah it, i've seen that i've seen yeah, that i've actually yeah, seen I, pig where the with the one with the truffles yeah you know yeah got, yeah with like, the yeah, truffle yeah, yeah 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 gets, the, gets robbed. Yeah, I, yeah and and i just i just thought that's like that's really interesting he's, he's doing interesting weird stuff yeah because i think hopefully he's done he's gone over most of his tax issues or the money that he had to pay back or anything where he just mm. had to keep working yeah. and now he's actually starting to choose random yeah stuff. i think he i think he might have had something to do with the production of this i think he might have been the producer or something maybe um possibly well, or some he certainly had some input I, I wouldn't be surprised because the thing is that it was, it's made by a first-time filmmaker and i can imagine that the way this guy got the film made is that he was like, I want to do this really weird film but this guy starts showing up in dreams and they're like, what are you on about? It's got Nicolas Cage in it. Yep, yep, yeah. also I, <laughs> so, I, uh, so I'd imagine that Nicolas Cage would have had some pull because yeah. he would be like an executive producer or something yeah. because you, you don't really get weird films like this being made with a cast with, that you don't really know much about. So I, I'm looking forward to seeing Dream Scenario. I think it's going to be cool. It's, it seems like it seems like it's Nicolas Cage on an adaptation. You remember the film yeah. adaptation? Adaptation, yeah. yeah. Yeah, on adaptation form. But I do, yeah, I, I feel like this this might be a bit more accessible than adaptation. So, all right, cool. So that is it. Dream Scenario, four stars for that. And now we go over to um, Netflix and Friends. This is going to be on Prime Video, and it's a film called Robots. This is, now there's many films called Robots. This is not the animated film with Ian McGregor voicing a robot. This is actually, uh, it's a film that is, it's, it kicks off, and at the beginning of the film, it says, it talks about how, it, it kicks off with a scene where you have this governor of New Mexico, and he's standing in front of a wall, and he's like, yeah, finally we've done it. We've built a wall to keep the Mexicans out. And we've taken all the Mexicans and we've thrown them back into Mexico. So we've gotten rid of, we've gotten rid of um, all those illegal immigrants who are in this country. But, um, um, but people are like, well, what are we going to do about the jobs? It's like, don't worry, the Tesla company has built us all these robots that are going to take over all the jobs that we can do. So you have like all these robots who come in and like you know, clear up all the chairs and they clean up the floors and they take people's kids to school and all that kind of stuff. And then you meet Jack Whitehall. You meet Jack Whitehall's character. And it essentially transpires that this Jack, this character is, he is a spoiled son of this really, really rich man. Who uh, and what he's done is that he's gone and he's gotten himself an exact robot double that goes around and does all of his work while he sits at home and plays video games. Although this is illegal, it's illegal to have an exact robot double that looks like a human being that you get. Robots are supposed to look a certain way so that you know you can say that oh that's a robot. That's that's a a human. Robot. Yeah. So he, he's got an exact robot double, and one of the things that he does with the exact robot double is that he sends him out to go meet women. And the robot, the robot goes out there and is the perfect gentleman yeah. and everything like that until the women are like, oh, 
oh, do you want to come back to mine, Charles? Do you want to come back to my house? And the robot would be like, not tonight, tomorrow night. And then, so he goes back home and he says, Charles, I've done it. She's ready for you. And, <laughs> oh, wow. and, then, and then Jack I'd Whitehall. I'd like a robot like that. <laughs> and then Jack Whitehall goes in there and essentially goes and has, now this, the, the film does not try and say this behavior is okay because no. I know a lot of people are going to have issues with this because it is not ethical, it is not moral, <laughs> anything. But this is what the character does. This is what he does. He essentially uses his robot to dupe people and dupe women into having sex with him. And then one day he goes out himself and goes ski, goes ice skating because he goes to he goes to the ice skating rink to meet women because that's where all the like you know that's where the where, where like single women are. So he essentially goes to the ice cream to, to pray and then he brings it to Shailene Woodley. Shailene Woodley's character. And then he starts doing his whole thing and sending the robot to go on the dates with her and everything. And she's like, oh, oh, look at that. That's a lovely bag. He's like, don't worry, you shall have the bag. And he spends all this money on her. And so she finally says, yes, I would like you to come over to my place, but come over tomorrow night and all that. Then she goes back home. And then it turns out that she also has a robot double. Right. She also has an illegal robot double. And, she, and her thing is that, so he sends the robot double to go on the dates and then when the women want to have sex with him he he steps in for yeah. the and he has sex with the women she goes on the dates herself and she gets all this stuff from the men and then when the men want to have sex with her she sends the robot oh <laughs> cool. yeah. and, and and i think that there is something there's something a little bit clever in the fact that the different ways that like a man would use those and the woman would use that and everything and i and i actually quite like some of the stuff that they did there the, but essentially, the rob so through the whole machination, something happens. The robots meet each other. The robots fall in love, and the robots decide we're going to run off to Mexico because in Mexico there is no law against robots, right. and robots can live life free. So they and it, it becomes this chase where Jack White, you know, Shining Woodley's characters, so Charles and Elaine meet up, and they're trying to stop their robots from running away and doing all this sort of stuff because if if it gets found out that they had this illegal robot doubles, they're going to jail for a long time. So and that is essentially the film. Then it becomes this sort of like comedy slash high slash chase slash road movie of trying to figure out okay what do we do how do we get this all that kind of stuff and uh, and almost a battle of wills between their robot doubles and themselves. That is the film. The the and I think from what I've just told you, you should know exactly how this film is going. You should know you should know what's yeah. gonna happen. You should know what's gonna. It's not. It doesn't. I, I think it has a little bit of satire at the beginning of the film when he's talking about like the a workforce. There's one character who shows up who's obviously a Trump supporter, and he complains. He says he says, "Yeah, you know, I voted to kick all those Mexicans out of the country, <laughs> and then you robots came and took all of our jobs." Oh so yeah. He, there's so always got to be one of those. Yeah, exactly. So he's essentially complaining about the fact that that the immigrants were there. Now he's complaining that the robots are there because they took all the jobs that the immigrants had. And it's so it, it has a little bit of attempt at satire, but quite frankly, it goes for like slapstick screwball comedy and all that. Um, it's it, it's all right. It's a three out of five. It's a three out of five, which is exactly when I saw the trailer is what I expected it to be. It turned out to be a three out of five. It's distracting enough. While you're while you're there trying to sort of like you know burp your baby, it's distracting enough to have on in the background. Yeah. The performances, Jack Whitehall is being Jack Whitehall because that's all he really does play. He only really ever plays himself. And I think as Shailene Woodley, this is the kind of film that you're like, yeah, I can see that she isn't quite the hottest thing in Hollywood anymore. That's mm -hmm. why she ended up in this film. But they they're okay. They're okay. They're serviceable. They're funny. Paul Rust shows up as well. And Shailene Woodley plays more than two characters in this film. And one of the one of the 
one of the appearances that she has in this film. Some people will find it funny. Some people will find it funny. But it's all right. So, but it's a three out of five. It's nothing much to write home about, but it's distracting enough. And that's robots um, on uh, on Prime Video. All right. Okay. So three stars for robots. And uh, with that, we have come to the end. This is the first time in ages, Sean, that we've had two films in the cinema. Welcome yes. back. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hopefully, I, I've I've got Napoleon. I've booked myself for Napoleon on Wednesday. Ooh, Napoleon. Wednesday. Screen one. Right in the middle, I've got my favourite seat. So, cool. so that's cool. uh, nice. I'm I'm hoping to go see Wish for next. Oh, week. Wish, right? That'd be cool. Yeah, Wish is yeah. the is the hundred uh, the hundredth year anniversary of Disney film. Uh, Wish with uh, is that animated? Is that an animated one? It is an animated, an animated one. one. It's an right. animated one. Although it's animated, but the the animation of it is actually very very interesting. It's very right. the way it does. So so Sean, who do you think has won this week? Cinema I, or Netflix or Friends? I think it's a draw. Ooh, ooh. Okay, now, Sean, this is the thing. If we had gone with just the ratings that you gave everything, it would be a draw. Right, okay. But because I went a little bit higher on the Marvels than you did, it means that this week's Attraction. cinema. Oh, cinema. good, good. Well, that's good, that's good. I'm, I'm happy with that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I think, I think, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, we say natural versus cinema. There's no dis- there's no disguise, but we're biased. We want cinema to win. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think I think we want cinema to win. When cinema doesn't win, um, it w- there will be there's lots of times when cinema doesn't win. But each time cinema wins, we're like, yay, we had a good week. That's it, exactly. <laughs> um, oh, the one other thing is, what was Sharon's review of of? Or, or oh, yeah, I, yeah. I was about to come to you to yeah. say, what did you what did you think of the Great Escaper? Mm, yes. Well, <laughs> I I wasn't I wasn't majorly impressed i've got to be honest i was okay uh, probably disappointed um michael kane didn't convince me oh, i mean yeah. i liked his wife but no michael i thought i i just i mean i know this is all personal wasn't it but i didn't michael kane did not convince me that he was a veteran i mean yeah. he probably was but he did not convince i wasn't convinced i didn't particularly like the relationship with the 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 you know the, the his mate that he found on the ship the drunken ones and I, I, you know the idea i don't know it just didn't cap for me it was you know it wasn't i didn't particularly enjoy the film i found it a little bit false i think was it yeah. I, yeah i i i didn't think it was it didn't convince me he didn't convince me <laughs> now, i think it's funny because oh no was this this or was it the creator she, she, i mean i mean Remember there was a film that Sharon was talking about, and Sharon was saying that she would be interested to what to see what you thought about it because she she's she she said there was a couple of scenes she saw and she was thinking, "Ooh, I wonder what Shawnee's going to think about that." Uh. I think, think Shawnee might not like that, but it's um um. But I think she said that essentially the the film that you think it's going to be going in, it ends up not being that film mm, because yeah. it looks like it, it the the film was almost so sold as, "Oh, look at this jolly old thing, old dude, old man doing something a little bit kooky, escaping his care home and going across the channel on his own and everything for the D Day." It's a, and but she says that it ends up being a bit more reflective and sad and talking mm-hmm. about the eight the. What happens when you about aging and growing old and where you're meant to actually be in the war and all that kind of stuff? She says that it ends up being more along those lines than it than just being yeah. than than just being the sort of like um, you know gray 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 pound, gray <laughs> so, pound. silver dollar yeah silver, silver, yeah, silver, silver dollar, dollar gray oh, pound, oh yeah. look at us we're old yeah, but we can yeah, still yeah, do yeah, stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it yeah. just she says that it, it doesn't quite it, it doesn't quite do that. Um, I, 
the creator would be an interesting one because yeah i did have some serious <laughs> serious serious issues with the creator because i did i had actually seen the creator yeah, yeah i think she said you said she saw the creator with you like, like yeah you yeah that's right yeah 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 I, I, had... I, had, I had quite a few issues with the creator i'm afraid but anyway have you seen it yet toast you seen the no, 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 the creator no. is one of those that 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 was run about the. I think yeah. it, it got released run about the time that my daughter got born. So I no, wow. <laughs> just just no, yeah. I haven't seen. There's just just a whole bunch of stuff I haven't seen. So let's let's see things that we have reviewed. Let's see the the nun two. So strays, blue beetle, haunted mansion. Saw none of those. Nun two didn't see the big graph. Big fat Greek wedding three didn't see it. The creator didn't see it. The great escaper didn't see it. So, so there's just a whole bunch of right. stuff yeah. that's been in the cinema in the last two months that I have not seen. Yeah, well, it's a tough. It's tough when you got little ins. It's a, it's a, it's a tough shout. So you'll yeah. have to rely more on the streaming platform and hopefully more on the streaming platform. As I said, where I'm going at the moment is one, one. It's one. is um, one film a week. One film right. a week. One film a week that is rated 12A or, or below. So next week is going to be Wish. But the truth is, I don't see that as a hardship. No, 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 no. I think it's quite good. I mean, there's quite often there's, there's films which I think I'd like to see that. But yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a, you know, I don't want to sit on my own in a in a, a cinema full of, you know, youngsters. You know what I mean? I'm quite happy to go with someone. I'm, I'm happy to go on my own to the cinema, but it just looks, it would look a bit odd if I... I think, uh, yeah. but anyway, you know. Uh, what I, mean? I, understand, I understand exactly what you mean. Like, yeah, and, yeah. And, I, and I have done that where I've gone to a cinema and it's just a whole bunch of parents there with their, yeah, with their sort of yeah, like, you know, yeah. under fives. Yeah. And you, you can feel people looking at you going, what the hell yeah, is this old this man doing? Man doing there, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is this old man doing here watching a film with, with that's meant for kids? Yeah. But I, I'm like, well, it's, it's meant for everybody. I can watch it too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, for sure. All right, right cool. Sean, thank you very much for joining me. Uh, Welcome back fun. again. It's been fun. Thank you. Yeah, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. It was nice to have a decent com good conversation. You know what I yes. mean? And, and, and I quite like it when we've both seen a film because you can get... You know, I agree. Takes on it, and yeah, yeah, I yeah. agree. I agree. Yeah. I think I think it works quite well when we, when we do that. So it's not just one person saying, "Well, I mm. thought this," and no one's there to argue with me. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I, I agree with that. All right. So until next week, when we'll see Wish, and we'll bring you Napoleon. 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 I, yeah. Yeah, and maybe, maybe, are you planning to see Killers of the Flower Moon? I'm hoping to. I hope it's going to still. I haven't looked to see if it's on next week. Um, but it's if it is, I cinema. need to see it. Yeah. Well, if it's still on the cinema next week, I'll make a point of seeing that definitely because we need yeah. to. We need someone to see that, don't we? Perhaps I'll see yeah. if Sharon if Sharon wants to go see it with me. Perhaps yeah. We'll yeah. Do, maybe. do an evening. Yeah. We'll, we'll so. go see, go see that. I think I think it would be especially with your with your Americana hat on. It would be nice mm. to see what you think about yeah. that. Yeah. But in the meantime, if you're listening to this, please do get in touch with us. Netflix vs Cinema on Twitter or X or whatever it is. <laughs> Netflix vs Cinema on on YouTube and on Facebook. Let us know what you thought about the films we spoke. Let us know what films you have seen this week. Let us know what your personal Netflix vs Cinema has been this week because it would be great to hear that. Uh, but. Until that time, thank you so much for joining us. Goodbye. Thanks, Toast. See you later. See you later.